Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope that you guys have all been doing well, eating your fruits and veggies, taking your vitamins, blocking any fuckboys that need to be blocked. <laughs> Y'all, we are entering a new month. A new month means new energy. And I'm really excited for March because like I've been telling y'all, like February, January, why did it feel so long? Mm-hmm. Why did it feel like a roller coaster? Why did it feel just like all of the things were happening? So with March beca- comes like nice weather, mm-hmm. comes good vibes and don't jinx less. It now. Don't less, jinx it I, now. I, I, I don't think I can jinx it because with it's like daylight savings, you know, oh, like yeah. we're getting more hours of sunlight. Like there's no way you can jinx that. Yeah. So I'm just feeling like. Woo! You know, just like <laughs> happier and more like got Staying a little pip in my. Staying alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hope that you guys have all been doing well. Y'all already know what we like to do. We like to jump into our pulse check, which mm-hmm. is just our time to ground ourselves and how we've been feeling and doing. So, Lexi, I'm gonna kick it off to you. Yeah, I think I have no expectations for the rest of the year at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like it has done a new one on your girl. So, um, yeah, I think I'm excited. I recently have been seeing lots of people get engaged mm-hmm. and I think that's just like really fun to see so much. It feels like we're growing up. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's like we're growing up and I've really felt a sense of that recently. So I'm still trying to be like Peter Pan where it's like, no, I'm a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's just a fun season of life. So I don't know if other people are seeing their friends take mm-hmm. on like really big life things, but shout out to the folks who are making that next big step. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've reached that, that stage just yet. I no, know, I not know at it's all. coming. I know it's coming, but I, I'm still like big chilling. Like yeah. no one is hitting me up for wedding invitations you, just yet. You haven't hit that past 25 threshold. I'm telling you. Life I'm just telling changes. You, all the TikToks where they say you wake up in your prefrontal cortex is just like, this is what we're doing. Mm. You, it hits you like that. You, it, I'm, I, I'm t- this is literally the Drake and Yachty video. video. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like you old it's like i too was excited when i was young as well i know y'all need to look up the drake and little yachty interview we've been seeing clips about that on tiktok and it's just iconic hilarious watching those too i can't take them seriously like it i don't watch it because i think they're serious i watch it as if they're literal comics yeah well i am in the midst of me not planning for wedding season i think i got creative projects in the mix and we, we oh my gosh tell we people. moving and shaking yeah I, I just relaunched um my clothing line multi-hyphenate as fuck um hey! it's crazy yeah Me so here. before I had a clothing line it was called pretty vibes movement and I decided yeah. to like take 
a couple years, a few years off, actually, I paused it during the pandemic and I recently relaunched it, but not to be like a clothing line type thing. It's more so just a digital community for creatives to feel grounded in their gifts and feel supported as they are on their journey to creating really dope things. And I'm really excited to form form that community and to like be in the relaunching stages of like, oh my gosh, it's here. But I don't know. There, we'll there's have to that. have a whole nother episode on like the relaunch. Yeah. What does yeah. it mean to relaunch life and ideas and account Ooh. for your evolution? You, y'all see how she'd be coming up with episode topics? Ooh. Like y'all getting the behind the scenes look. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. And like I said, like I'm just excited for spring to come because Lord knows I need the sun. I just feel so much better. We know. Yeah. We know. You can feel it. Yeah. I think, but that's, that's the season of hibernation for so many people. So hopefully people are coming out of this winter-ish time with really thoughtful reflections on what they want to grow and cultivate in the next kind of coming months. Um, But this is also a really exciting time for us because springtime also marks a really big accomplishment for us. And sometimes y'all... We really do have to stop and smell the roses, Mm -hmm. okay? Like, you have to be intentional sometimes. Like, put aside time to just celebrate and bask in all the accomplishments of something. And contrary to all the haters out there, (laughs) y'all, Liv and I have hit our one-year roommate anniversary. Like, let's go. Yeah. And so y'all know we went viral off of one of our TikToks talking about like living with your roommate for four (laughs) months. Yeah. We beat all of the. Don't be friends with your roommate allegations. Exactly. Yeah. Don't be don't be roommates with your friends. And because of all the hot comments we got, we were like, we're not talking about this again until we get a year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which some people might still think is still babyish. But we're coming, giving you all a little bit of an update of our one year living together. Yeah. And Liv and I hold lots of different relationships with each other, from our friendship to our podcast to our roommateship. So this episode is really highlighting the lessons that we've learned with living with your best friend. And really, we're using this not just to give y'all, because we know you love the tea, (laughs) not just giving y'all the tea, but really kind of sharing our recipe of what we've learned, um, not just about ourselves, but with each other um, and kind of our recipe for flow in friendship. Yeah. And um, in roommateship and in partnership. So we hope you all really enjoy this episode as we dive into how it's been impacting us the past year. So so we'll kick it off with just live. How has this past year living in Durham been for you? I feel like I'm not even sure if there's necessarily like a theme, uh, like just one word to describe this transition. But just to lay it all out there, like this was the first time I moved to a new city, mm-hmm. like first time living with someone, <laughs> first time, <laughs> not um, being home. Um, like, yeah, 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 not being home, and also not having a car to travel anywhere. Because when I got up to Durham, I had totaled my car in a car accident, like moving up here. And that was just kind of a crazy way to start off Mm -hmm. the year. And now that it's been a year, I'm just kind of like, I feel like there's just been so much evolution. And I think that Durham holds a special place in my heart. I think I always am talking about how I love being in a city and I love Atlanta. Um, But I just think have 
having the opportunity to share space with you. And then also I recently got a new job that's Mm -hmm. within walking distance. It just kind of felt like ordained cosmically that like this was supposed to happen. Yeah. And so I feel I feel good like about the fact that we've made it to a year and nothing like has deterred us from feeling like we can't (laughs) live together and like and that and that we have to separate that that like relationship. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a insane. Year. I'm gonna ask you to think about like a few words that would describe your year in totality yeah. of just like the evolution because you talk about that like my life has evolved so much. I've yeah. done so much healing. I've you know really taken big steps in my career. Like really invested. Yeah. You've invested a lot in you. Mm-hmm. So maybe give people a little bit of a snapshot of just like what are some of those words that would describe that evolution because you know sometimes it can be rocky and we be coming out with bruises and battered and life just yeah or sometimes we come out like a beautiful butterfly and we're like ha ha (laughs) mfs yeah i would say it was pretty intense at first and Mm -hmm. i'm not really sure if intense is the best way to describe it but when i first moved up to durham given the fact that i'd gotten in the car accident and i was also like at a job that I knew like I didn't really want to be at so like I I kept like fake pumping like I was going to quit really soon and I started traveling a lot to kind of escape the problems that I was experiencing um just like inner you know in my interpersonal life and I think that's why I say it, it was intense at first but then I think there was also a lot of love and community in being able to put myself out there and be like, okay, I really need to form community here. Mm -hmm. And I really need to make strides to Mm -hmm. meet other black women here. So I'm not like leaning so much on you to be the only source of like, yeah, companionship. Yeah. Yeah. And community that I, that I have. So I would say like, it's a mix of feeling very intense emotions yet. It, it, I think the best metaphor for it is really like caterpillar to butterfly because I was just like you know in this stage of learning a lot about myself and learning it in front of you which was very uncomfortable for me yeah because I was like I've never had to share space with someone that like is seeing how (laughs) and anybody (laughs) who has a Capricorn in their life not to diminish that yeah tends to want to evolve in the quiet in the dark shadows of Mm -hmm themselves not doing it in front of people because it just feels very raw you know yeah for sure because it is yeah it's just a very raw process and I think anyone that's living with your friend like will experience that Mm -hmm. but it's just one thing when you're when we're in our early 20s so much changes all the time like we get partners we find new friends we find new hobbies we quit our jobs and we're soul searching a lot and um I think my hesitation and like showcasing that is yeah I think a lot of what you're saying is you you want to do it alone so it's not like like you're growing and learning yourself so you don't want to show somebody like the process yeah of it but anyways the process is the best part everybody yeah and everybody who knows me like knows I love love the process I love the process I think it's the greatest gift in life to be a part of people's process Mm -hmm. the final product is sure like it is what it is but 
that's where the nitty gritty is. So but how would you describe your year? Yeah, my year. And it's difficult to say, just think about it in isolation to like myself, just yeah. thinking about it. I really think it is just quite literally growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been a year of like heavy responsibility. I feel like I've been carrying not only like a wheelbarrow of responsibility, but like your girl's shoulders hurt from like. carrying the team, <laughs> you yeah. know? So I feel like that I feel like I have been aged by that responsibility. Mm. Just like even in my face, I can feel it. of being like, wow, okay, this yeah. has been a long year. Um, so yeah, that's that's been a lot for me of just, I think I started the year, not this year, last year, or kind of encompassed it, just being like, I need to make space for all that responsibility. Yeah. And just the reality of the bubble being burst when people older talk about you can only really have either a really successful social life and mm-hmm. or really in a really successful career or a really successful like community like you really can't have all of it and I'm like yeah optimistically delusional to the fact that I really think everybody can win and everybody can have everything that they want and I'm like ah I see Yeah, <laughs> something's always going to suffer. So I've been just managing through that personally in my life and like professional and personal and relationships and all that. My life just tripled like threefold very quickly. Yeah, it's been insane. And I think that, uh, you know, we have these three tips for three successes three successes should we say for how we've been able to navigate this time period in our life and I think that just laying it out will also help build context for anyone else that is maybe thinking of living with their friend or hesitant or you know just maybe you're already in the process but yeah Getting into the first thing, I I would say that one thing that's really helped us is the amount of love that we have for one another Mm -hmm. and and being able to like see each other for who we are, Mm -hmm. you know, like we have always come to each other and been like, okay, if we're going to do this, like we have to give ourselves grace and we have to be able to just like always come back to the root of we love each other. We're here to support each other. Yeah. Even beyond podcast things yeah. like because we've always been transparent of like we did not think this was going to be easy and it's mm-hmm. funny that you're like oh cosmically i'm supposed to be here and live hates when i do this but mm. i really campaigned for you to be here yeah like this was not uh this was not your idea right like convincing you to come up and i remember when you were thinking about maybe getting a place in Atlanta and I was like, be so for real right now. Cause like I'm for real. Are yeah. you coming or are you not coming? You remember? Yeah. And so to, to see how cosmic it really has been of mm-hmm. just an idea is crazy. And we didn't think we never planned to live together for a year. Mm-mm. This was not a part. So we are in uncharted territory. No, ma'am. And it isn't easy. <laughs> it isn't easy at times. Yeah. And I do love that because love is at the center of this. And some might say like it's you have to lean into that unconditional love with each other. I think the way that that materializes for people who might be like, that's too mushy gushy because we're not just over here, you know, loving on each other, kissing, you know, two best friends and they might kiss like no. not that. For us, it really is giving the benefit of the doubt. Like, we know why we're here together. 
and what we're trying to build, not just in our friendship, but in the podcast and so many things that our love and our commitment to each other and seeing the best of intentions is how we do that and how we invest in that. And it's the thing that breaks through all of our differences because it's what we've mutually agreed is what we want to be at the center of everything that we do. Yeah, it's I like to think of our relationship sometimes as like a married couple, (laughs) but it like also sometimes gives very like big sister, little sister energy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just gives off friend energy. But like in each of those scenarios, it's the amount of love and like the the amount of care to make it work. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So. So that's one. That's like the core of everything. Yeah. The second thing that we think has been some of our success in this navigating this past year has been our radical empathy for each other. Yeah. Because you just heard a little bit about how our years have been for each other personally, not accounting for each other. Yeah. But that sounds that sounds like a whole lot for two yeah. people to be navigating. And so it's been imperative that we empathize with each other that 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 there's life happening in tandem to us living together yeah it's it's again kind of having to check in with one another and be like yo like are you good and Lexi's had plenty of those conversations like where she's been initiating that and be like yo like where where are we at with this like where are we at with the podcast and I think lately <laughs> lately it, it like it we we've talked I think about it more than maybe we've ever talked about it because of the fact that you know we joke around we're like yeah we hold three different layers to our relationship but sometimes it just takes specific scenarios for it to all collapse like clash and collide yes. for us to be like oh wow wait like I didn't realize how Dizzy. much of a yeah like how much how much these layers mm-hmm. impact the way that we're able to show up because one person might have podcast things to talk about, but then another person has to talk about friendship or another person has to talk about roommate responsibilities. And another person wants to talk about like friendship mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well I know you wanted to talk about this, but like, can I also slide this in there? <laughs> and that's probably like one of the toughest, yeah. the toughest um, parts to it. And when we were reflecting on this kind of personally and then together, we were like, is it radical honesty or is it radical empathy? And it's funny because a couple of days ago, we were all talking with a group of friends about in a relationship, like romantic, do you tell everybody everything? And we yeah. were like, the conclusion was like, no, with some caveats. Right. And I think it's the same thing where it's like, no, we're not radically honest with each other. Right. And an example of that, and then we saw that it actually might be empathy. Can I tell mm-hmm. the story about the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Before the holidays last year, which Liv spent a lot of time in Atlanta, um, right before that just kind of your job was getting taxing and like your mm-hmm. relationship with social media was kind of in the awful. gutter. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't want to be seen on yeah. social media. And so for the podcast responsibilities, she just kind of straight up to me was like, I don't want to do anything on social. Like I don't want to do TikTok. And that's my role. Yeah. That's our share. That's her responsibilities that we've decided. <laughs> and she's like, I'm just not going to do it. And if I was, and so when we were talking about the story, yeah. I was like, if I was honest, I would have cussed Curse her you. out mm-hmm. being like, girl, what are you talking about? But the radical empathy was that my response was, okay, 
let's find like a middle ground and like, can you help me still support this moving forward? And that creating space, knowing that there were so many other things going on, like you're talking about the different pieces that collide at sometimes creating that radical empathy and recognizing that at the core of this, it really didn't matter about TikTok more mattered about her having space to like evolve that or heal that relationship with social media was going to be more important. And then she comes back in the, in the new year and she's like, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to take that back on. Yeah. And I'm like, I do have a few questions, but I feel like that's an example of how for us, the radical empathy helps us best support each other. Yeah. And I think that goes to show that like, Sometimes it's going to be 70, 30. Sometimes it's going to be 60, 40. That's why I look at it as like a marriage sometimes because I'm just like we out here having to come. And I can also give you all another another scenario that like we yeah. needed to practice radical empathy. We were um, in the beginning. We I've talked about this on the podcast. It was really tough being around Lexi and her boyfriend because Mm. I felt like there was a lot of PDA and it was like I was a single person and they were just mushy gushy like lover people and and how I guess I would like retaliate or (laughs) (laughs) I mean I I'm not sure is the yeah yeah the way that it's not even vocalizing concerns but like vocalize my aggressive around it was that I would record them and and I would send it to our friends being like guys look at what I have to deal with like I I would expose and usually when I brought my camera out they chill out a little bit and that was like my way of being like okay but it took um me talking about it in New York with uh, some more friends of ours about it uh, where Lexi was like, yo, this just like isn't cool. Like the fact that you're bringing up the situation and like making me defend making, my making me defend. Yeah. It's like it's one thing for you to have a problem with this and like we can talk through that. But like don't try to bring our friends into mm-hmm. it and be like, ha ha ha, you mm-hmm. know, like trying to get them to corral with me on on the level of PDA. And and I recognize that. So it's like those situations where you have to call your friend. And because, again, that could have ended in a different situation where it's like, bitch, don't put my shit out on blast like that. Like, don't like this isn't fucking like it could it could escalate. Yeah. And and the same thing for me. Like, I could be like, bro, like I I could have I could have said some things, too. For sure. And I think people probably have a visceral reaction of like I would never. But we have to go back to like live and I at the core of this is giving yeah. each other the benefit. I'd be like, my intention is not to make live uncomfortable and Liv's intention is not to make me uncomfortable. Like we have to call each other in to find that middle ground. Yeah. And I think the key to that piece, again, is when we bring something to our to each other's attention does the behavior change afterwards exactly and each time the behavior has changed it hasn't been like a oh i'll keep that in mind for the future and then we're going back (laughs) to the same thing because i think that's also how like that resentment piece yeah builds up like you have to be true to your values as friends and making sure that when when your friend comes to you and is vulnerable enough to share how they feel that you respect that and that you move move forward and i think that brings us to our third success piece that we've reflected on of that we respect and invest in each other's individual evolution and like make space for our evolution as as a collective because like you're saying it also requires both of us to be very secure individuals in who we are. Yeah. And like you're saying, like people could pop off and insecure people could pop off or anxious attachment styles can pop off. And so it's 
important that we both are evolving as individuals and we're making space for that evolution and change within our friendship. That I don't have the expectation that Livia, even though she came in at this age under this circumstance, she's not that person anymore. Yeah. Like she is who she is and, and the beautiful both and, and she's grown so much. And so we're not afraid to to see that individual evolution and make space for how that impacts our friendship and grow with that. And I think that's kind of, if we start with love and then we see this radical empathy holding around it, then the thing that's really kind of grows it is that water is that, that we're really investing in each other being the best version of each other. Yeah. And that we know that that's going to positively impact the friendship. Yeah. Looking at each other with fresh eyes and also having to make changes in the way that we show up for one another. Like when we first moved in together, it was like I was I had expectations that we would be doing more like roommate things together. And Lexi was, you know, like still bat like I don't want to say battling but like um you know <laughs> juggling she was she was juggling she was juggling a lot of different like concepts and things going on in her life yeah. as well and so it's like we've had to come together and be like all right we need friendship dates so that we can spend time with one another because how our relationship was before where I would drive up to see you and you'd fly down to see me and we would just have that time to spend with each other that's just not the way that our life looks yeah. anymore so we have to like scrap that and create a new way of being able to yeah. be friends and show up for one another. I'm so glad we have the structure for this episode because I really could just gush about us. Like we're so cute. <laughs> Look at us flying for each other and yeah. all this stuff. And Liv's right. I was not only like moved into my first house by myself, but like navigating a new relationship that's very long term and serious mm-hmm. and then had just come out of like a seriously toxic roommate ship. Mm-hmm. Like I was going through it. And so, and Liv's like, let's hang out. And I'm like, eh. Yeah. But yeah, we made space for that. So it's been a beautiful culmination. And I, I feel really blessed to have those success pieces to come back and be like, wow, even though it's not always easy, like yeah. we've really, we've really committed to this and there's some beautiful life lessons. And I told you, it's been really healing for me to have such a positive roommateship because I knew it was possible. Yeah. And I just knew it was going to be with you. Like, yeah, I, she's one of the few friends. I think you were the only friend that I hadn't lived with. Yeah. Lived with yeah. Yet. Yeah. So this is, that's been really great. But with those successes comes still it's challenges and we want to keep it a buck with y'all. That's so funny. Maybe we should have put the challenges before the successes. <laughs> so y'all can really hear it. We could end on a positive no, note. No, we put it at the end so that if we were crammed for time, we could just. <laughs> right. Exactly. Y'all don't need the tea. Y'all don't need the tea. <laughs> but I feel like, you know. Should I kick it off? Yeah, go let's ahead. get into it. Get into it. Let's get into it. So, like, I think one thing that I continuously struggle with, and me and Lexi actually had a ha- had to have a conversation this morning about this as well, <laughs> was that my my communication with her is just like I always feel like I'm on ice, <laughs> and like the ice is gonna break, and it can be really challenging for me to feel like comfortable and bringing up how I feel because I'm I either think that she's going to judge me for thinking like thinking how I think she's going to perceive me differently or it's like I I think it's I'm I'm afraid of the reaction that that she'll give me and um that I think has 
led us to um i think conversations and spaces where you've had to be like yo like why do you i'm a person feel this way why do you feel this way and like why do you feel scared of me (laughs) but that's like a real thing because i treat all of the layers of our relationship with a lot of delicacy Mm -hmm. and i don't want to cause any issues Mm-hmm. with the way so it's it can be really tough because it's like oh i've got this these good things going but like i don't want to ruin the vibe yeah exactly and that's that's a tough place because for me i'm like i want to be able to bridge and open up those conversations yeah. and when i do it's often like oh yeah like i perceived or thought that might be the case and i'm like well why didn't you talk to me about it and it's like oh like you give big dog energy yeah. <laughs> like you, you you might bark back and i'm like when it like really look at and i think this is an example of sometimes like the stories we tell ourselves can change the way we interact where i'm like no like think about the rap sheet like I might have barked a couple of times, but like no bites. <laughs> I think I think honestly what was big for me even this morning was you being like, you don't think I have unconditional love for you. Mm-hmm. That honestly hit me a lot. Like that hit me so deep. Yeah. She thinks I'm going to. That like, hit me so because, deep. And I and it comes from a genuine place because I often talk about people being liabilities. Yeah. And that if I get a sense of somebody that they can't be held responsible or accountable for their actions, like they turn to liabilities in my life yeah and i'm like girl you passed that trial period like ages ago (laughs) like you an og now like that doesn't apply to you so you know calling each other in is another example of that but our communication and, and making space this isn't just like oh can i talk to this person it's like the way you're talking and the consistency and the substance of what we're talking about and you know we're still we're still growing and unpacking what that means for both of us and how we can craft together the best way that we can show up and communicate effectively with each other. Yeah. No harsh words have been thrown yet. So, yeah. And I think this I'm is, kidding. <laughs> and this has been great because that this has really moved us from just flaming each other as yeah. kind of like a middle ground to mm-hmm. like really getting to the nitty gritty, which Liv this morning was saying how there's a depth to our relationship yeah. and our roommateship and our friendship now that we didn't have historically. And I would say like, that's actually been one of the best gifts that we have. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'll say for me, the communication piece and challenge is that Liv is a very vibesy person Mm -hmm. as the artiste and creative that she is. So even if I have like an issue or something to bring up or talk about, I'm often very just keen to, I'm like, okay, like I know the type of day she had, or if she's in a creative slump or something like that is going to impact her reaction to when I bring something up so even though my issue might be very stagnant I have to if I come home and I'm like ready to talk about something but she's obviously like sulking on the couch I'm like I'll try again in 24 hours (laughs) (laughs) yeah so just being mindful because I'm pretty much like even if I have a bad day you can talk to me you can yeah yeah you're good with that yeah yeah I think those are those are our challenges and I think we're still figuring out ways to like navigate those things i mean one year so much has happened oh my god so So much much has has happened happened. and i am just really grateful that we get to do life together and that we get to come together and have this space with one another yeah and i mean if y'all are interested in hearing more about like 
behind the scenes stuff, please. Yeah, let be us careful. Know. They gonna make us start vlogging our whole entire life. Hey, good morning, sunshine. Lexi's not the type to want to talk in the morning. <laughs> that's one thing. <laughs> if that's really what y'all want of like the tease of our personalities, then we can definitely highlight content. But I was gonna say the same thing. If I would be remiss to not like genuinely give you so much, just like thanks and gratitude for being who you are and and taking this risk with me taking the risk risk for big rewards well that's all that we have for you today folks we hope that you are all doing well and we can't wait to see you guys next time peace peace blessings Blessings. bye guys bye y'all All right, that wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.